0: Hello and welcome to Infinite Possibilities Abound. I'm your host, Debbie Weisner. I want to start off with a fun fact. The June 14th full moon is also a supermoon and is known as the strawberry moon. It's the last full moon of spring and the first full moon of summer. The name strawberry supermoon comes from the short strawberry harvesting season, the moon is considered a supermoon when it reaches the closest point in its orbit around Earth and appears on average about 10% larger than a normal moon. My Honda CRV has a CD player in it, and when my mom passed away in September, I took some of the CDs. One of them was an old one by the Mamas and Papas. Over the weekend, I popped that into the CD player and was listening to it and came across a song, Make Your Own Kind of Music, which was written by Barry Mann and Cynthia Wheel and recorded by Mama Cass and the Mamas and the Papas. What struck me were the lyrics, which everyone can apply to their life and go as follows. Nobody can tell you there's only one song worth singing. They may try and sell you cause it hangs them up to see someone like you. But you've got to make your own kind of music. Sing your own special song. Make your own kind of music even if no one else sings along. You're gonna be knowing the loneliest kind of lonely. It may be rough going just to do your thing the hardest thing to do. But you've got to make your own kind of music. Sing your own special song. Make your own kind of music, even if no one else sings along. So there's a powerful message there. Have a plan, have a desire, have a dream. Don't worry about what other people think or how they act towards you. You just have to be yourself and live your life. On Sunday night, I was channel surfing and found the Tony Awards and they were presenting Michael R. Jackson, a Tony Award for Best Musical. I really didn't know anything about the play, so I looked him up. The Strange Loop also won the 2020 Pulitzer Prize for Drama. He wrote this play when he was 21 years old and worked on it for over 20 years. And then that reminded me of the song Make Your Own Kind of Music. Mr. Jackson was persistent. He persevered. He adjusted course, but he kept his dream, his vision, his play. In his own way, he applied the universal law of accident that says that having no plan is planning to fail and let others rule your life. He had a plan, he had a goal, he had a dream, a desire, a vision, and he has become more successful than he probably ever imagined was possible. I know the Main Street media and some scientists are are concerned about global warming, climate change. I am not. Don't ask a climate scientist about climate. Ask a geologist. The geology of planet Earth is well known and well established. Have you heard of Pangea? It was a supercontinent where all the land masses were grouped together. This happened during the Paleozoic era. Sea levels rose and fell four times. Each time the ocean level rose, the majority of North America was covered in a shallow tropical ocean. I live in Indiana. 11 to 13,000 years ago where I live was covered by a one-mile thick glacier. The remains of glacier activity can be seen In many of the local forests, there are cycles within cycles within cycles. Many of those cycles are longer than humanity has lived on the earth. There's La Nina, El Nino, AMO, PDO, tropical trade winds, the tilt of the earth, the wobble of the earth. So climate changes, and 99.999% of it has absolutely nothing to do with humanity. Now, of course, you're free to disagree, and that's fine but I'll take the evidence from geology rather than a climate scientist trying to make a buck or get famous. But hey, that's just me. And when you look at the geology of Earth, there have been five mass extinctions. Did you know that? I did. And there are some scientists who believe we're in the sixth extinction event right now. There's not enough evidence one way or the other for me on that point. The last big extinction event happened 66 million years ago when a huge meteorite hit the Yucatan Peninsula, which is famously known for taking out and killing the dinosaurs. There have been other mass die offs. This happens with a certain amount of regularity. But after each event, life bounces back. Things get better. The next item that I want to talk about is goodwill. Goodwill has power and protective qualities for all beings who empower others on their life journey. Goodwill is a form of abundance where you understand there is enough for everyone. You have a specific and unique destiny, gifts, and so do others. Competition morphs into cooperation. Without the fear of missing out and lack of competition, You can encourage others along their life's journey. A person that operates on goodwill encourages others and generates positive feelings. Helping others achieve or accomplish what they desire, dream, or want is powerful. It reveals someone that's not afraid of missing out. Goodwill creates a win-win scenario and circumstances. Being happy to see others succeed is a vital component of goodwill. It's a high vibrational energy that can become part of a collective field of humanity. Think of yourself as a cheerleader that can raise and rally someone's spirit and boost their confidence. Goodwill can influence others to transform fear of failure and desperation into determination and persistence. Goodwill can be as easy and simple as wishing everyone well on their life's journey. Practice goodwill and being an encourager helps you to generate a protective field against those that wish you harm or failure for you. Those fear-based energies are deflected or repelled by goodwill or absorbed and transformed. You need not concern yourself with ill-wishing. Focus on encouraging and helping others. By encouraging others, you receive encouragement, which is known as the universal law of attraction. And I like to write affirmations and say them. So here are some statements. I am able to help and encourage others. I am not going to miss out when I help others. I call command and demand the ability to generate goodwill and always see a win-win scenario. I call, command, and demand that my heart and the hearts of humanity be raised and uplifted by the generous love, compassion, and grace of goodwill. Let's take a look at a couple more of the universal laws. I just mentioned the universal law of attraction, which says you attract people, activities, situations, and actions that are in harmony with your dominant thoughts. Your life is the way it is because of your dominant thoughts. Put another way is that like attracts like. The universal law of compensation says that you will get out what you put in. Everything you do will be repaid in kind. Newton's third law of motion in physics in physics says that for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. Become the master of whatever you do. Set your intention in mind that you're going to become so good at what you do that you can find work anywhere. The universal law of correspondence states that your outer world is the physical manifestation of your inner world. The condition of your world is an expression of your mind and thoughts. Everything in your life is an expression of From your inner world to the outer world. Here is where you want to concentrate and focus on being rather than doing. The only person you can change is yourself. You have to change what's inside you before you see different results on the outside. It's been a couple of shows since I talked about ideas to help you get unstuck or from feeling lost and unworthy. The seventh idea on my list is to eat better. Are you aware of how the food you eat affects you? Many people can't connect the food they eat to not feeling well or to the aches and pains they have. In my 20s, I had a problem with bruising. The doctors were stumped because all the test results showed there was no problem. However, I had giant bruises on my body. As a last resort, I was asked to keep a food diary and to record when I noticed the bruises. It took several weeks, but a pattern did emerge. That food was removed from my diet for several weeks to confirm that it was the problem child, and I had no large bruises when not consuming this item. The food for me, in this case, was dairy products. So know and understand that food has a tremendous impact on the human body. Most people know that giving sugar to children is a recipe for disaster. The kids become hyper, overactive, and then crash to become moody and tired. The same thing happens to adults who consume too much sugar, junk food, or fast food. So why is it called junk food or fast food? It's because the ingredients are inexpensive or cheap, have a long shelf life loaded with chemicals and preservatives, and have little nutrient value to the human body. You are what you eat, are able to digest and assimilate. Don't be cheap, easy, fake, or fast. There is no one diet that's right for everyone. By changing your foods that you consume, you can change how you feel. Another thing you can change is eating two meals instead of three. And eating those meals within six to seven hours of each other. This allows your body to rest and repair for maybe 18 hours or so. This is called intermittent fasting. And on most days, it's what I do. It's not hard. It just requires an adjustment to your schedule. That works for you. While I used to eat breakfast daily, nowadays I might eat breakfast one day a week. Or one day every 10 days. And along with food, you need proper hydration. That means water and fluids. If you're dehydrated, you're not going to feel good. You're not going to have energy. And I know people who say they don't like water. That's fine. Add a few drops of lemon juice or lime juice. But proper nutrients and hydration can greatly improve your life. And help you feel better and get unstuck. I have two quotes I want to share. The first is from Thomas Edison. The doctor of the future will give no medicine, but will interest his patients in the care of the human frame, in diet, and in the cause and prevention of disease. The next quote is from Thomas Jefferson. If people let the government decide what foods they eat and what medicine they take, their bodies will soon be in as sorry estate as are the souls of those who live under tyranny the 26th idea for getting unstuck is to give as many hugs as possible hugs release oxytocin which is known as the love chemical it makes you feel better and hugs work for both the giver and the receiver i like this quote from menhall mindy Hugs should be available At the medical stores 24-7. Sometimes they're the best healers for almost everything. Idea 27 is to work at what you like or love and know that it can change over time. When you like or love what you're doing, you possess excitement and it brings you joy and happiness. From my point of view, we have it better than our ancestors. Humankind worked to survive. They worked by foraging, hunting, fishing, building, and learning how to use natural resources to survive and thrive. You and I are here because they were successful. I believe that human beings need to work. Our bodies are designed for physical labor, and yet few do physical, heavy physical labor and substitute many forms of exercise in its place. Work occupies the mind and body. Work relieves you of some boredom and dullness that's inherent in your day. Now, there is a false belief around work, that your work is a measure of your value, is not correct. It's just what you do. It's not totally who you are. You are not the work. You are not the job. And too much work is detrimental, as too little work. And work, whether it's physical or mental, needs to be balanced with leisure time and time off. Idle individuals are concerned with superficial, frivolous, and, and useless things. They may also be jealous of those who do work. There's a very famous quote, choose a job you love and you'll never work a day in your life. The author is anonymous. We don't know who said it first. This second quote from Alan Watts is as follows. This is the real secret of life. To be completely engaged with what you are doing in the here and now. And instead of calling it work, realize it's play. And that's how I felt about working in research and development. I had many people would say, how can you do that kind of job? They were always concerned about the failure. I always looked at it as, as play. Because for me, finding out what didn't work was just as important as finding out what did. Idea number 29 is to learn something new a new game, a dance, taking up painting, glass blowing, to play a new sport, to learn a new language, or just a few of the ideas and suggestions for you. Humans like challenges, and learning something new gives you an opportunity to stretch, get out of your comfort zone. It engages your mind and your brain. You begin to establish new neural pathways. This quote from Austin Cleon. I really like, and goes as follows, if you ever find that you're the most talented person in the room, you need to find another room. Euripides said, question everything, learn something, answer nothing. I've talked about sleep in the past and want to suggest some foods that might help with your sleep and the quality of your sleep. Tart cherries and tart cherry juice have been shown to induce sleepiness and improve the quality of sleep. Cherries are loaded with magnesium, phosphorus, potassium, and other antioxidants. But studies show it raises melatonin levels. And melatonin is referred to as the sleep hormone and is involved in controlling your sleep wake cycle. Without enough melatonin, it doesn't receive the signal that it's time to fall asleep. Almonds and walnuts are another excellent choice because they too raise melatonin levels and provide a variety of minerals, including magnesium and phosphorus, which promote better sleep quality. There are two herbal teas with research backing studies that improves sleep, chamomile and passion herbal teas that may improve your sleep and quality of sleep. Now I personally don't like the taste of chamomile and don't, so I don't drink chamomile tea. Both teas promote better sleep. So you can choose one or the other or even combine them and see how they help your sleep. Eating the right kinds of foods can improve your sleep but how you eat and when you eat also matters. Having a large meal right before bed isn't a really good idea because your digestive system is trying is working while you're trying to fall asleep. You need a minimum of two hours, if not more, of no eating before going to sleep. With the teas and the tart cherries, again, two to three hours before you're going to bed. And of course, there are foods that sabotage your sleep. Meals that are spicy or extra high in fat are not a good choice before bed. The fat activates your digestive system in a way that may make you sleep less soundly. And spicy food is the same. It's okay to eat those kinds of foods, but not, say, within four hours of going to bed. The next problematic Item is caffeine. Some people are very sensitive to caffeine and others are not. My suggestion is you want to cut off caffeine four to six hours before you go to bed, which would typically be mid afternoon. The last item that's tricky is alcohol. Many people like alcohol, they enjoy drinking it in the evening because it's relaxing and you may fall asleep quicker. Unfortunately, you're more likely to wake up in the night and spend some time tossing and turning. So like with the herbal teas and the tart cherries, it's best to stop four to six hours before you go to bed. Another item that might help improve the quality of your sleep are essential oils. Essential oils of lavender, chamomile, passion flower, alone or in a mixture can be beneficial. You can inhale them, inhale the fragrance, or apply to your skin before you go to bed. One thing that mainstream medicine will never acknowledge or use in most instances is morning exposure to the sun. Into your eyes this gets into the pineal gland of the brain which absorbs hormones including serotonin is converted at the time of darkness into melatonin. So morning sunlight exposure can also Help, your, help improve the quality of your sleep. Now, I always recommend that you go out and do your own research. The National Library of Medicine and PubMed.gov have hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of research articles that you can review. Well, this is the end of today's episode of Infinite Possibilities Abound. I'm your host, Debbie Waisner. Come back and join me again next week for another episode and have a fabulous week.